Patriots Monday and Friday. 93.7 WEIFM and HD1. Lawrence, Boston. We're always live on the free Odyssey app. From a topical, comical, and knowledgeable Boston sports talker dropping in hotter than a tropical climate Breaking news, he supplies it And you want the truth? Scoops, Keith will find it He's talking about all the sports And he's also a hashtag dork And a father of two sweet daughters The leader of your squad for you evening marauders And night commuters Tune in and sit tight Six to ten, more like six to midnight Ow, the mic's hot on a night's watch crew Celtics, Bruins, Pats, and Red Sox too Doing this since the Rich Keith Project Now he's got podcasts and Twitch stream content KWFE on WEEI It's the Rich Keith Show, so here's your guy Alright, welcome into a Wednesday night edition of the Rich Keith Show It's a full tang program up until ten o'clock And joining us as he does every Monday and Wednesday Is Nick Fitzy Stevens Fitzy, how are you, sir? Oh, Rich it's great to be back with one of WEI's other personalities. You better believe it. Two other personalities on one show. Oh, look out. Wow, lucky you guys. You're That's welcome. Right. That's right. Those other personalities will also take part in the uh, the Friday afternoon extravaganza. So uh, tune in then. You don't know who's uh, going to be on. Uh, my chaos. favorite part is that it's called America's Broadcast. Sure is. It you is. Because if America said, hey, yeah. I, I want a show. You know what the first thing they would do? What's they that? They would say, give me Mego, give me Arcan, give me Keith, give me Fitzy, give me 3 o'clock, let's party. Boom. Lock it in. Set your alarm. I know we're normally on at 6. We're going to be on at 3 that day. So change your schedule, whatever you have to do. Check out the podcast after the fact, whatever whatever it is. We're giving yep. you an advance notice. That's tomorrow at 3. Also, programming note, Fitzy. Yo. Tomorrow, yeah. there's a huge football game betwixt two of the best offenses in football, Patriots-Steelers. Oh, my God. What is the over-under? Over-under's got to be close to three digits. It is 29 and a half. Wait, it's down to 29 and a half? Yeah, I saw, yeah last night we were looking at it. It was 29 and a half. Why didn't I bet it when it was 31 and a half? So how about this for a uh, unique uh, experience? Tomorrow night, right. me and Stiz are going to be here from 6 to 10, live and on the air. So if in the first half of the Patriots game, there's some unspeakable act like, a, I don't know, five straight punts, feel free to call in and complain in real time. You can go ahead and complain. You don't even have to wait for 15 Hart in the post game. You can complain in-game with the Rich wow. Keith Show. What do you think of that? That's like uh, live betting. Like, don't, don't, <laughs> yeah. don't wait to find out how bad the beat was. Nope. We can we can tell you as, as it actually happens on the app. You can bitch about it in real time. It's going to be very, very exciting, so we're looking forward to that. I oh. do want to start tonight's program with uh, Heim Breslow making a big move Yesterday, <laughs> you like that? Not bad. Uh, sends Alex Verdugo to the New York Yankees, brings in three right-handed pitchers. Uh, one was with the Yankees the last couple of years, like in and out of the uh, Major League Club. One was their 12th-ranked prospect, and another was just drafted. But really, I look at this as they're getting rid of Alex Verdugo. But what was your first thought when you heard uh, Verdugo going to the Yankees? I was legitimately surprised that it was only the seventh time in over 50 years, I believe, that the Red Sox and Yankees did business together. And the confidence that the Red Sox must have, or at least that uh, Craig Breslow has, that it's not going to come back to bite them in the rear, 
dealing away somebody who could hit to that short kitty porch, that little league porch in right field. Yeah. In Alex Verdugo, I thought, I thought they were going to probably deal him before they had to pay him close to ten million in arbitration this year. Like we thought he'd be a movable part. I just didn't think he'd be going down I ninety five to the evil empire where he could potentially be an asset in one of two ways: a with the Yankees, which would be awkward for everybody involved, but b if he ends up netting them and being part of a deal to net them Soto, ah. Ah. Uh, now, it sounds like they might get Soto and keep Verdugo. That's what it looks like right now. I think the latest from Heyman and some of the other guys were they're nearly done. That's the that's the big baseball story of the day is the Ooh. Yankees. That's yeah, cute. They get Verdugo Ooh. last night. They're going to get Juan Soto, who's truly one of the best players in baseball and mm-hmm. in the very much the prime of his career. Didn't miss a game last year. Didn't miss a game, which is nuts. And game. you talk about the short porch uh, porch helping a guy like Verdugo. How about Juan Soto? A little, little lefty swing there. I mean, he and Judge are going to combine for 50 ding-dongs next year, and that might be one of the best back-to-back hitters since Manny and Ortiz. Like, that's going to be insane, Aaron Judge and Juan Soto. Well, Judge, like, the, the Yankees may turn that ship around real fast. And, yes. And look, I, I like the fact that if I have to look at what Breslow did, you know, dealing away somebody that they didn't think was going to be part of 2024 – and getting back some arms, like obviously a guy who was a pitcher and, and pitching is his forte. Right. Dealing for some arms, a needed component of the 2024 Red Sox. Good. Uh, immediately, this guy becomes their 10th overall. Who is it? Uh, Fitz becomes their Richard Fitz. Richard Fitz. Yep. No jokes there. Can't. <laughs> dirt, not, nope. Keep it. Yep. Just keep yep, moving it. We're not in safe harbor, Fitzy. Nope. Speaking not yet. Fit, speaking of Fitz, don't do it. Ooh, 9 no. p.m. tonight, we're going to have a whole bunch of Richard Fitz jokes. I think we're going to just do our Richard Fitz boom roasted. Because <laughs> you know what they say, if the Richard Fitz. Oh, I do know that. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. So he is, uh, what is it now? The 10th overall prospect and their second best pitching prospect. Like, okay. Uh, hey, you know what? Throw a couple of them at the wall. Yeah. Bring him down to spring training. Yep. See if anybody can pitch, throw the ball over 80 miles an hour. You know? <laughs> Stri- yeah, they are not known adults. for their pitching prospects. I think John Lester is the last good one. Although, I guess Brian Bayo. Let's give Bayo a little bit of credit. But, yeah, I um, th- the deal, like, I don't know if any of those guys are going to be any good. And I think it, this is more just Verdugo's moving on. And I think that he wasn't going to get paid a ton this year. But if you wanted to retain the guy... It was gonna, it was gonna jump up. Just look at all the yeah. contracts in baseball, and to me, he's not worth it. Like he is an incredibly average major leaguer. Like he's clearly yeah. a major leaguer, but last year he tied his career high with 13 home runs. He hit 264 with an OPS of 745, which is just south of his career OPS average, but it's right in that same ballpark. Mm. He was. Solid defensively last year, but it was also kind of grading it on a curve because the Red Sox defense was so bad that he kind of stood out as one of the few positives for a while. Right. But yeah, I don't, I don't like some of the outfielders that they have right now don't provide a ton of power. And if you really just have Devers as your power guy, like I don't think you need Verdugo. So I was assuming whether it was Heim. Bloom, Craig Breslow, or one of the million people that turned this job down, I think they were all going to move on from Verdugo. Like, I think Alex Cora was ready to move on from Verdugo. He benched him twice last year. He had a very, like, weird year. A very weird year. Like, at times it was like, Doogie's going to be an all-star. Doogie could be a sneaky MVP candidate to 
Doogie's on the bench and <laughs> Doogie got a DNP from the manager and like is Alex Verdugo going to get traded at the deadline? Then he's on field. Then remember he had that, conversation yeah, he had that weird Bloom. sad talk with the Heim Bloom in the rain. You're like, what is this guy? What's happening here? Yeah. And so, yeah, he's gone. I have no problem. And this isn't a, oh, he's, he's you're only trashing on him because he's gone. It's like, no, I never thought he was that good. He, unfortunately for him, was the main, like, ready player in the Mookie Betts trade. Not fair for Verdugo. You know, you're, that's just, you know, an uphill climb from Jump Street. I don't. I, I like that Breslow at least was willing to make a trade with the Yankees. Like, if he truly thinks that that was the best return he was going to get, then great. And we'll see if one, one, two, three of those guys end up being a damn thing for the Red Sox down the line. But I'm just hoping that this move leads to something else. Like, if if they have if Breslow has a budget, right? Let's say he's allowed to make a big splash or two this off season because they're, they're at. Uh... 184 million right now. So let's say he's allowed to spend whatever like X number. Now you move on from Verdugo. You're like, this guy isn't really going to help us. We can get better value for less money. And now we can really give Yamamoto our best offer or whatever. Like that, that's what this has to be. Wait, and it's t- don't you have to win the posting fee though, in order to be able to make the bid. And if you didn't like what happens next, it's such a convoluted process. It is convoluted, but I don't know if anybody has won that yet. Right? Like, I don't think anybody is. I think all these teams are still in on Yamamoto. Yeah, I, 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 I gotta look. Is is Stats and Research busy right now? Can we have them? Stats and Research is currently on the air. Yeah. Yep. Uh, <laughs> okay. Rich Keefe's Stats and Info Department is also the on-air component of the show. Gotcha. We'll peek behind the curtain. Okay. Yeah. We'll yeah. See if maybe there's some other WEI personalities <laughs> that can yeah right uh, endeavor to help. We'll us get our best one, people but, on it. Uh, yeah. Look, I mean. Uh, Verdugo, look, maybe he'll have a decent year for the Yankees. Go make a bag somewhere else. Thanks for coming. Appreciate the four years. It was never fair to be judged as the cent- the central yeah, piece of the Mookie Betts trade. I do think it kind of like it does bear mentioning, though, like that one of the worst trades in recent MLB, if not all Red Sox history now, draws closer to a close. And maybe just maybe Colton Wong will end up being or Connor Wong, Connor excuse Wong, me, yeah. will end up being the best player that the Red Sox got in return. <laughs> and the I've last man seen, standing. Yeah. Sox are, yeah, exactly. Who's going to be the last man standing from the worst trade in Sox history? <sighs> and I've even seen now that, like, what are they in on? Martin Maldonado rumor, like, yeah. allegedly? So yeah. what, what does that mean? All right, so what will make it a successful offseason for the Red Sox as they're staring down the barrel of Juan Soto going to the Yankees, Shohei Otani talking to the Toronto Blue Jays in this last minute, and they have still yet to sign anybody. They traded one of their starters for basically three minor leaguers. So that's where they're at right now, 617-779-7937. I know it's a long offseason, but it's gotten off to a little bit of a slow start. How are you feeling about the Red Sox at this point? And also, uh, what's going on with Shohei Otani? It sounds like the uh, it's very quiet with Otani. But where is he going to land? Uh, it's the Rich Keefe Show with Fitzy. It's a full tank program tonight, so we'll get to all kinds of stuff, including that big Patriots game tomorrow night. But uh, right now, here is Stiz with What's Trending. The Greg Hill Show, weekdays 6 to 10. Now, here's What's Trending on WEEI. Trending now on WEI and WEI.com. The MLB winter meetings continue, and we finally got some moves from your Boston Red Sox. The Sox traded Alex Verdugo to the Yankees for three pitching prospects. Those prospects are Richard Fitz, Greg Weissert, and Nicholas Judice. In other baseball news, longtime Sox broadcaster and co-worker Joe Castiglione 
has been selected to receive the 2023 Ford C. Frick Award, which is presented annually by the Hall of Fame for Excellence in Baseball Broadcasting. Castiglione, who's 75 years young, has spent 43 years calling big league baseball games, including the last 40 as the Red Sox lead radio voice right here on WEI. The Celtics will now face the Knicks on Friday night after the Knicks lost to the Bucks last night. In the in-season tournament, they lost 146-122. to Celtics will host the Knicks Friday night at the TD Garden, tip-off at 7.30. Bruins off tonight. They're back on the ice tomorrow night when they'll host the Sabres at the TD Garden. Puck drop at 7 p.m. And the Patriots heading to Pittsburgh to face the 7-5 Steelers for Thursday night football. Pat's injury report has been released and five players have been ruled out. Those players are Kayshawn Booty. Demario Douglas, Riley Reeve, Ramondre Stevenson, and Sean Wade. Some other players questionable. Those players are Christian Barmore, Trent Brown, Devontae Parker, and Juju Smith-Schuster. Mitch Trubisky will start at quarterback in place of injured Kenny Pickett for the Steelers. I'm Stiz. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. More Rich Keefe Show coming up. You can stream the show or listen on demand anytime. Just download the Odyssey app. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. Say W-E-I's a favorite and listen wherever you go. Now, more of the Rich Keefe Show on W-E-I. One thing that we have is a really kind of dynamic athletic group of of outfielders. Um, You know, so I think as we're kind of currently constructed, getting those at-bats spread, you know, in the outfield spread across, uh, you know, Duran, Rafaela, Abreu, uh, and then obviously Yoshida. Um, You know, we we talked a little bit about the defense yesterday, but he's a guy that we believe, uh, you know, is going to take a step forward in left. We've got Ref Snyder. um, You know, so we feel good about those options. And and at the same time, we'll continue to, to scour the market for improvement. That's Chief Baseball Officer of the Boston Red Sox, Craig Breslow, talking about the uh, remaining outfielders after they traded Alex Verdugo to the New York Yankees. Back here on the Rich Keefe Show with Fitzy. What do you think of that outfield, Yoshida? I like how he's like, yeah, we expect him to be better in left field. It's like, I bet he's not. I bet he's, I bet he's about the same, would be my guess. But Yeah, he may hit better because yeah. he's getting to his second year in MLB, more familiar with the pitching. That's cool. As it is, the hitting wasn't really the issue. He's not a great fielder. No. He probably should DH a bit. But wait a second. You signed your third baseman, who may or may not someday soon be getting larger uh, <laughs> and probably needs to DH pretty soon himself yeah. to an 11-year deal. Yep. I need – okay, if you tell me that you moved on from Verdugo yep. and you're going to have an outfield of Yoshida with Ref Snyder spelling him on days where maybe you get uh, Yoshida in at the DH – and you've got Duran and his hyper-athleticism in center field. Yep. And then you go and get me, like, I just want a good, old-fashioned, power-hitting corner right infielder. I'll take, oh, but for the days of Hunter Renfro, 2021. Yeah, he smacks some dingers. Dude, I'll take yeah. Dwight Evans. I'll take Tom Brunanski. I'll take anybody who plays a nice corner <laughs> outfield in the vacuous right of yeah. Fenway yep. and can sock 30 dingers. That's I, what they need. Seems like the Yankees are about to get one of those guys. Yeah, but he's a lefty. And he's gonna be, I he's don't gonna care be, if he's a lefty. He's I'll be take hitting him. at the LaGuardia Airport no, of right fields. I know, but even at, at Fenway Park, I'll take a lefty. They're like, oh, well, you got Devers. You can't have another lefty. He's like, take another lefty. If the guy's Juan Soto, I'll take my chances with another lefty. I think Willie Abreu was at least intriguing last year. I thought he was pretty good. But I don't think you can just rely on him to be an everyday player. And, no. Yeah. All right. So the world what, is full. Rich, the you know baseball reference webpage is full of guys who come up two-thirds of the way through a season, light a spark, and then come up the next year and absolutely stink out loud. Yeah. 
That's definitely true. Let's go to Justin in D.C. He joins us on the Red Sox. What do you got, Justin? Yeah, so I really like the Verdugo move. It's addition by subtraction and also the idea of signing Maldonado. But as I say that, gentlemen, this team, based on what the propagandists like Lou Merloni are signaling to the fan base, this team is not going to add two frontline starting pitchers, a one and a two, which they need, yeah. because right now Bayo is a three. And if they don't do that, let, let's be realistic here. The Baltimore Orioles are going to get way better because they're super young and they have Jerks and Holiday, the best prospect, just waiting to come up. The, the Rays and Blue Jays will get healthy and are already way, way better than us. And the Yankees are going to probably get Soto and Yamamoto. So that is to say, everything we've seen from the Red Sox, from their mouthpieces, from Breslow even, is Bloom light. And if they aren't willing to spend, then nothing is going to change. And we're going to be left being the Baltimore Orioles of Boston. And I, I'll just stop following the team. And I played college baseball, gents. Wow. So it's getting uh, right. it's getting nice. to some lean times down here. It is. Justin, it is lean times. League? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nah, we had to let him go. No. Uh, I'll tell you, he's not wrong about a lot of that stuff, and I'm with him. Like I don't, I'm not freaking out about the Verdugo trade. I didn't want him on the team next. I didn't think he really fit no. with what they have and what you were paying him. Not that it was a ton, but the production really was never really there with Verdugo, and he goes from you know, at times being the best outfielder on the Red Sox to far and away the worst outfielder, starting outfielder for the Yankees. And that's more of a role suited for him. If you told me you had two guys on this team much better than him, then fine. Like, yeah, he can he can factor in. Uh, the thought of them not adding starting pitching or frontline starting pitching is pretty terrifying. Like, we said it all last year as Brian Bayo was having a nice season. You're like, man, if they could get two guys better than him and you have, you know, Ace, kind of co-ace, Bayo, and then figure out 4-5 with, I don't care, Pavetta, you know, the corpse of Chris Sale, whatever it is for 4-5, and five, that's fine. I, I, I refuse to count on him <laughs> right, for don't, anything. Fine, you're right. I, I absolutely yeah, refuse fine. to count on him for anything. It's like the friend, at this point now, in the relationship between Red Sox fans and Chris Sale, Chris Sale is the friend who always shows up with absolutely nothing to eat or drink to the party and then <laughs> yeah. goes for your best beer and right. helps himself to, you know, when there's five people and eight slices, he's the first one to take two slices. <laughs> like, yeah. I expect so little of you at this point now Fair. that if you bring over or do anything, I'll be stunned. So even more importance on getting Yamamoto and Jordan Montgomery. I think that would also take some of the pressure off of Jordan Montgomery. Like, let's say they get him. That's nice. That's good. But if he's the best player they bring in, that's ah, tough. Like, that is... That is like, what What are we doing? I thought one of the things by switching out Heim Bloom with the next guy was just sort of like, all right, here's sort of a fresh start, and maybe John Henry's going to allow the next person in charge to spend some real money to bring in free agents. Because if you're waiting to now to add to your team, you're going to have to overpay. Look at the last, I don't know, five, ten years. Look at free agents. You're like, that guy made that much? You're like, well, yeah, that was sort of what happens. You get to this point. You look at the pitchers that are on the market right now, whether it be Blake Snell or Jordan Montgomery, obviously Yamamoto even higher than those guys. Shohei Otani, way higher than all those guys. There's going to be a ton of money thrown around. So what kind of appetite do the Red Sox have to spend it? And that's why, before I freak out completely, I'm thinking maybe just maybe 
freeing up the Verdugo money allows you to be a bigger player than that. But even as I say that, I'm like, all right, is that really $10 million is going to make the make a difference what when you're talking 10, about $250 yeah. million? So maybe, maybe not. What was the $10 million, Like, what was it they weren't able to do that right. they needed that $10 million available for? In 2024, I did see on uh, the platform formerly known as Twitter today, uh uh, Boston Sports Gordo, I think it was, um, part of the new Odyssey Red Sox podcast, Play Tessie. He asked a question to Scott Boris at some uh, one of these meetings or something. And it was like, how have your dialogues been? You know, are you talking with Breslow? And he said they've been very productive, that they've been in touch and and spoken a number of times. Now, I ask you this. You may have uh, a better feel for this. Who who are the big Boris guys this particular offseason? Oh, that's a good question. I'm not I'm not entirely sure. Does I mean, Boris he, have Otani? Uh, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think he has Otani because the opening I usually bid just, would be about seven hundred million. <laughs> I usually assume everybody uh, Boris has everybody. His agent is CAA Sports. I don't know who specifically is working with Otani. What do you, so? What do you make of Otani's? Uh, he's got Snell, Bellinger, and uh, okay. Young Huli. Okay, so I mean, Blake Snell's going to get a ton of money. You know, was he thirty-one coming off a of Cy Young? He'll he'll make he'll make a pile of cash. Uh, what do you make of the Shohei Otani free agency being more about like secrecy, and he just doesn't want anything out there? And then he's like eventually going to make a decision, but it's been kind of a, a real quiet thing. I saw Buster only wrote a, an article in ESPN being like. This should have been more celebrated. This should have been great for the game. Should have been great for Otani. It should have been like a big attention grabber. And because they've really wanted to avoid the headlines, it's kind of a, another miss for baseball. Yeah. I mean, you could be stirring the pot and making like a whole, like baseball right now needs the pomp, pageantry, and circumstance of the Shohei Otani All Star free agency tour. Mm-hmm. Even though he is compromised and can't pitch again if he does pitch at the level that he previously did until 2025, I would love to – I want to see him landing – play. I'm not saying, like, you know, give me the Kevin Durant tour, uh, you know, where, you know, you have Tom Brady and people, like, flying. Yeah, I mean, I guess there is sort of a balance, right? Because we kind of – yeah, we made fun of that. We made fun of the tour around and, like, you know – I want to see people, like, you know, literally rolling out – I want to see a jet landing and red carpets and, like – like this is what our you know have Shohei oh there's Shohei Otani choking down a Chicago style hot dog <laughs> yeah. with extra jardinier as yeah. he meets with the Cubs like go ahead yeah I, baseball it, needs that we it, need the clicks does. and the views and the excitement and the buzz and instead it's it's all under wraps and it's super secret it's like for guys like us who love the game and also want to have something to talk about on the air and off it's kind of depriving us of that mm-hmm. no it really is and and, and Buster's point is. He's like somebody just says like, "What's the point of all the secrecy?" Like everybody, you 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 are a free agent. You're allowed to make these visits. Like, it should be a a bigger deal. He's the most exciting, most unique player by far in the game, and it's just really real quiet. Nothing, nothing, nothing. It does sound, although like I guess they're all leaks. And you got to you know if you believe it or not, he might be signing somewhat soon, and then you would imagine at that point other teams can sort of figure out what they're going to do. Right, like right. you mentioned LeBron, like in a year where LeBron's a free agent or Durant's a free agent, a lot of guys look around and they're like, all right, let's let him sign. Let's let him set the crazy number. And then from there, we can sort of jump in. And that's maybe when Blake Snell and uh, who else? Tyler Glass now and like all these other starters are uh, possibly signing with teams. Is he so 
is he the the first do- the domino that has to fall before we start seeing anybody else go anywhere like no one else can even come close to his market and again right. he's not going to get the top dollar that he would have 6 months ago prior to well, the one report that, that I work. I forget who said it, but they were like Yamamoto is he might also be waiting for Otani. Like let Otani sign first, then Yamamoto goes, and then I think at that point wouldn't the floodgates be open? Like all right, at that point, what are you waiting for? Those are going to be the two biggest contracts, unless I'm missing somebody. Yeah, he's going to be like, oh, we didn't get Otani. Quick, overpay for Snell. Uh, yeah, or overpay for Matt Chapman, or or maybe yeah, that, you know a team Bellinger. Maybe uh-huh. a team budgets whatever it is for Otani, and then they could kind of split that in half and put two serious bids on two other guys if they wanted. Uh, Rich, honestly, I I would rather if I could get like I said that right-handed corner outfield bat. Yeah. and a power starter. I'd rather that than uh, as much fun as it would be to have Otani. Yeah. It's another left hand, but yes, I know he's an incredible hitter and I know like all the buzz and the jerseys he'll sell and maybe he can come back and pitch in 25 and 26 and 27. Yeah. But the money it's going to cost, how long they'd have it, as much as people would love to have him, I would rather see This is sort of like I I'll tie this back to football. Pardon me for crossing sports here, please but no, like, please. You know, uh, we, we need a quarterback. I know. But you know what else the Patriots need? Uh, uh, two tackles, three <laughs> wide receivers, <laughs> a tight need, end. They need everything. Uh, yeah. They need every. Like, the Red Sox yeah. need a couple of other things as well. Otherwise, it's such an absurdly left-hand centric lineup that it's going to be easy to pitch around in some ways. I just, I, I have my doubts because at this point, if it's not Yamamoto, I feel like it's going to be, because it's not Otani, right? It's not going to be Otani. And whether you're right, like you're talking about, like, you know, does it really make the most sense or whatever else? But, like, he's not going to be there. So I don't, it's not happening with him. Uh, Juan Soto was sort of like a pipe dream of both of ours. Like, if you could mm-hmm. sign. Uh, good ball player. Because you would think Craig Breslow, because Heim Bloom did uh, build up the farm system to a degree. There are trades to be made there. So you could have a big trade and a big free agent signing. Like when Dave Dombrowski first showed up, he traded for Craig Kimbrell, he signed David Price, and then he was kind of off and running. You'd think they would have the ability to do both of those things. But now that Juan Soto is probably going to the Yankees, Otani's off the list. The other starters are kind of like a step down. And I don't know if it's not Yamamoto, I think there's going to be a lot of disappointed Sox fans, myself included. All right, back to the phones. We got Constantine up in Maine. What's up, Constantine? Hey, what's going on? Uh, I'm just, I think I'm the odd man out here feeling like the Verdugo trade was so stupid. Like, uh, the right. kid's 28 years old, and aside from uh, Yoshida, who was as consistent as him? They kept him out, even when he wasn't injured, way too much. He's got so much more to give to him, and it's just like Johnny Damon, like in 04, 05. Mm-hmm. Like, what are we doing? No, it's not. Johnny Damon was pretty good. Johnny Damon was a great leadoff hitter. And Verdugo, I don't think he does anything great. Like I think I think Verdugo does everything. Bellhorn was good when you needed him at the last minute, right? But Who was Verdugo produced Bellhorn, the, the most clutch slash worst hitter ever. Oh, but, okay, yeah, no, that's fine. I'm not arguing about Bellhorn too, but he, I'm just saying Verdugo's kind of like, eh, to me, dude. He produced consistently when they let him play when nobody else did. The only person I feel like they hit better was Yoshida, and we're all talking Devers still, like. Trade Cora, make Veritek the frigging coach, and and let's see what happens. But you're getting rid of a kid who's young and has beyond the talent we need to hit the places in the field that nobody else can. Wow. I mean, no. Hey, listen. If, if you're pro Verdugo, you feel we, we will take that call. Was this going to be a one-sided affair? I don't know what the hell he was watching. Like Verdugo. So Verdugo's 
I guess he's young, right? He's 28. No, he's 27. He's 27 mm-hmm. years old. He'll be 28 so he's next year. He's, he's hitting his prime now. Yeah. I, I can't imagine he's all of a sudden going to jump up to like 310. No. 27 dingers, uh, you know, 100 ribeye. No, his career, like, I don't know. I, I don't really 13 see. 13 or 14? 13 dingers was the most dingers he's ever had. You mentioned Johnny Damon. The most steals he's ever had in the season is six. Damon could fly. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Damon was like our Wes Welker, but a Wes Welker that actually won a champion. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, I guess agree to disagree on on Verdugo. I don't think he was really a, a net positive. And they sort of move on. But now it's about what you do next. Like, it's, it's about those next moves that you're going to do. And, you know, the previous caller prior to Constantine was talking about the a- the AL East last year was already so good and the Red Sox were dead last. And now you're looking at the Orioles with all their young talent that was already good. Now it's going to get even better. They also added Kimbrel today, so they, they, they help out their back end of the, the, the bullpen. I, no pitcher on earth has ever given a manager, teammates, <laughs> or a fan base more meat sweats without the meat than Craig Kimbrell. I don't know. There's a lot of those different relievers. Most relievers, I would say, besides like Rivera, would would make people sweat. Yeah, there are a lot of guys that you're like, oh, I don't know about this guy. <laughs> yeah, now he's got the long hair too. That could help. I mean, that's you a little know. bit. No, but I mean, the Rays are always good somehow, some way. The Yankees had a bad year last year, but Judge was hurt, and now they're getting Soto. The Blue Jays might get Otani, and even if they don't, they're already ahead of you in the standings. So the Red Sox have a lot of work to do. And we also talk about, I think we focus on the pitching as we should because the pitching was so much worse than the hitting a year ago. Mm. But I think we're also kind of skipping by the lineup just a little bit because Justin Turner and Adam Duvall are free agents. And so if you don't bring those guys back, and I know Duvall's season was interrupted by injury, but when he was playing, he was pretty good. He provided a power bat. Turner, you know, the hitter, the, the last caller is talking about uh, Yoshida and Verdugo. Turner blew both those guys out of the water. He was a much better hitter than both those guys. And if you don't bring him back, like who do you lean on? Like besides Devers in the lineup, Yoshida's not. I like Yoshida. Not a ton of power there. You know, are you relying on Trevor Story to have like a full healthy season? I'm not. So the, I think no. they need a hitter on top of that as well. Like to your point earlier, it is. It's. So similar to the Patriots, it's not even funny. Where like it's, you know, last place, multiple multiple needs. You, you like the Red Sox might be in slightly more need of that big splash just to get people's attention, right? Just maybe because of the nature of the sport, right. but still, like they they both you they are both in desperate need of some star power. I would love to know where Justin Turner. A smart move by him to have basically a career year on a team that didn't even finish five hundred uh, to opt out and try to get. You know, not the second year of the deal with the Sox, but rather see if he can go get another two-year bag someplace else. He's, what, 39 I, years old. He's still yeah, good. He I know he's great. He, he was. He played everywhere, too. <laughs> I know. Field, outfield, yeah. DH. Real sock, too. Like, he had some nice pop in the bat. Yeah. Um, I I would love to see the, You know what? I'd love to see the Red Sox bring him back, in addition to the fact that he probably still has, like, one good year left in him, and then maybe he'll hit the wall or drag a little ass. I don't know. But yeah. He's just such a good, like, they... They could use someone like him, easy to root for, glue guy, big clubhouse yeah. guy. Everyone freaking loved him. I hope they bring him back. I uh, like looking at the list of free agents. I'm getting a little nervous that the that you know, like what the Red Sox are going to get to really help him is going to be there. And I'm I'm looking more towards trades. Like we talk about Corbin Burns a lot on the show from the Brewers. 
Yep. Or they make that that White Sox deal that I think it's more of a fan hope than it is like a real thing. But Dylan Cease and Luis Robert, like you could do two for one, get a starter, get a power bat. That would that would meet your need of a outfielder power bat. Get a guy like that. So I don't know. It's going to have to be traded. But first trade in the books for Craig Breslow, and it is sending Alex Verdugo for three right-handers who probably won't factor into the 2024 Red Sox. So yeah, least, we'll see about that. So at least there's that. Yeah. All right, if you want to weigh in on the Red Sox, you can at 617-779-7937. We'll turn our attention to the Patriots coming up after 7, but we got our bet du jour, try to win you some money. Coming up next here on the Rich Keefe Show with Fitzy, W-E-E-I. You can watch the show anytime via our live stream on Twitch. Just go to twitch.tv slash Boston W-E-E-I and check out W-E-E-I on YouTube for our video on demand content updated daily. Now, more of the Rich Keefe Show on W-E-E-I. Back here on the Rich Keefe Show with Fitzy WEEI's a full tank program up until 10 o'clock here tonight. You can join us at any time, 617-779-7937. Hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at Rich Keefe Show. Yes, Fitzy, you have your hand raised. Uh, yes, Rich, if uh, this isn't worthy of a breaking news sounder, but if oh, I may, uh, oh, hey. uh, this is pretty fresh and it does have to deal with how fresh an opponent in the American League East. Mentos? Mentos? The Fresh Maker? The Fresh Maker. All right. Uh, I hate to preempt the bet du jour. No, no, please. Great question. Uh, From John Morosi, Juan Soto trade agreement being finalized now, source confirms. The deal, as at Jack Curry, yes, and at Joel Sherman, one reported, sends Juan Soto and Trent Grisham to the New York Yankees for... Michael King, Drew Thorpe, Johnny Brito, Randy Vasquez, and Kyle Higashoka. Okay. So, so five guys I've never six guys I've never heard five guys I've never heard of going one way. All right. And in return a guy I've also never heard of, probably John's son, Trent Grisham, <laughs> and one of the best outfielders in the game who's probably gonna get a five hundred million dollar paycheck. Juan Soto, that sucks. Wow. Juan Soto's a stud. I mean, he, he if is he's, an absolute yeah. certified, bona fide yeah. stud. He yeah. is. He is that. Like we're talking twenty-eight day dry aged tomahawk ribeye. <laughs> like he is a prime cut. Soto and Judge combo. I mean, that's that's six hundred home runs. Uh, what? Hundred and five home runs next year. Are you taking the over? I'm the taking end? the over, so Fitzy. I. I'm taking the over on that because Judge will hit fifty-five Long Johnsons. And Soto in, in that April. ballpark will probably hit. Yeah, yeah, terrifying. That Just is. Think about what he does. Forget about hit. Forget about how good Ugh. Soto himself may be. Rich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. think about. Just think about what he'll do in terms of lineup protection for. Uh, what he'll do with that porch, that toy porch, and right. <laughs> what he'll do for that line, lineup protection for yeah. Judge, yeah. and on top of it all, God forbid. The 107 games that you'll get out of um, the form, the artist formerly known as Mike, now they call me Giancarlo Stanton, that lineup is going to just good luck. And I could be wrong here, but I'm doing a quick look at it. Of the guys that you just mentioned, the Yankees trading to the Padres, I think I only see one top 10 prospect of theirs. Maybe even top 12. Yeah, Randy Vasquez is in the deal. He's 13. Uh, Drew Thorpe. Is according to MLB their fifth 
ranked prospect. He is a uh, right-handed pitcher, uh, 23 years old from Double A. Got a nice mustache on him. But so one top ten prospect, couple other guys that played in the majors, I guess. And you get Juan Soto. Oh, my God, I almost just swore. <laughs> yeah, well, listen, it's that kind of day, that kind of night. Not, not that's not great. Not that's a hot really start super... when the Red Sox are kind of just hanging out. You know, kicking tires or whatever, and the New York Yankees just acquired Juan Soto, who is better than any. Uh, there's there's good free agent pitchers. Ooh. I don't think there are studs. Like looking at the position player free agents, Matt Chapman's out there. He's good. Cody Bellinger's out there. I mean, obviously Shohei Otani. I'm putting him in like a separate category altogether. But nobody nearly like half as impactful as Juan Soto. And the Yankees just uh, make a big trade. So well, it's not over yet. Listen, the offseason has just begun. It has just begun. The stove is uh, pretty, stove's pretty hot right now. All right, so somebody's saying we're nuts about Juan Soto. And they said, what is Juan Soto's stats last year? So I will tell you because the internet has all the answers. See, Juan Soto. Research is on yep. the air and can, do, and can also do the research. This is when you should be impressed. People. This is Listen pretty up. amazing. This is multitasking at its finest. Juan Soto, who last year was 24. He was 24 last year. Old man. So he'll be 25 for the upcoming season. That's how Old age and math works. But, like, a lot of the Red Sox, like, some of their prospects that you're talking about, like, 23, 24. Like, how old's Bayo? Like, some of these guys are. Anyway, not to get sidetracked with that. Last year, Juan Soto played in every single game. He had an OPS of 930. He had 35 home runs in San Diego. With 109 RBI. It's a 509 feet to right field at, yeah. at Petco. Right. And he also led the league in walks. He got an eye oh, on Oh, so he's a patient hitter as well. Patient. Yeah, he's patient. Patient. Uh, and was sixth in the MVP vote in the National League. You know, Rich, there's a there's a place that I'm <laughs> I'm starting to become very comfortable. No, okay. I'm not talking about my home studio. No. Uh, nor in this very comfortable sweatshirt. No, yeah. I am talking about, it's a little place we call the bottom. Some may refer to it as the cellar. Yep. I don't like calling it last place because... Basement. Because, see, I see at the basement, if you will. Yep. Like basements can be finished. Basements can be man caves. Basements can be game rooms. True. Carpets, rumpus rooms. You know, we could have a little in-law cottage down there. Okay. No, I'm talking about, like, I like to think of last place as first worst. Like, you were the, you were the first to be... They fin- are the you, first You were worst. the first to finish worst. Yep. And the New England Patriots and the Red Sox are making themselves at home there. Now, and I got to tell you... Kind of feels like it's a like putting on an old pair of dirty, comfortable jeans you haven't worn in a long time. I would also, yeah, and I think you're right. I think getting comfortable makes a lot of sense because I can't imagine either team is going to be. Uh, they don't have the brightest futures as it stands right now. Now that yeah. can change. That can certainly sure. change. That's why you. That's why you play the games. That's why you pay attention. But it looks bleak on uh, on both parts. Can I change my bet uh, tonight to? Yep. Uh, the number of phone calls we get complaining about Soto to the Yankees. Uh, yeah, seriously. I'll take the over on that as well. Okay, yep. All right. Speaking of bets, let's make some quick bets here in the old bet du jour. What is that? Great question. It's the bet of the day. And uh, I'm going to go with the Houston Rockets at home as a home dog. They're getting two and a half points against Oklahoma City Thunder. Oklahoma City Thunder, nice team. But Ime Udoka puffing his chest out at LeBron James. I love that. And funny thing about the Rockets, they haven't won a road game yet. They're 0-8 on the road, but they are an insane 8-1 and at home. So I'll take the – and they're at home tonight. I wouldn't bet on them on the road, obviously. So 8-1, and uh, and they're getting 2.5 points against a, uh, a good Thunder – admittedly a good Thunder team. 
but I'll take the Rockets. Fitz? Solid, solid bet. I'll, I'll, I'll get behind Ime Odoka, if not just for what he did with us a couple of years ago, but also for giving lip to LeBron. So, uh, yes. Solid bet uh, there, Richard. I mm-hmm. like that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go also to the NBA. I continue to be impressed by this Orlando Magic team, yeah, which is now the three seed overall in the Atlantic Conference, uh, or the Eastern Conference, excuse me. They are terrific. It's a great matchup tonight at Cleveland against the Cavs. I think it's going to be a lot of points scored. Mm-hmm. So give me the over of only 224.5 tonight. Oh. Magic at Cavs. All right, Stiz. I'm going to go NBA as well. 76ers at the Washington Wizards tonight. Joel Embiid back after a uh, three-game, three-game, he was out for three games. Uh, <laughs> I, wait, after, Stiz, well, hold on a, a second. Stiz, what, we games, talked about classic. you not bragging about your medical degree here on the yeah, show. Yeah, I think I just I almost had a seizure there. Uh, but I'm going to go over one and a half threes plus 160. Over one and a half threes yes. for Joel Embiid. Yeah, last game with the Lakers, he nailed two. So There you go. That's, that's all you that's need. Let's go. What an odd bet. That's it's right. odd. Listen, you can I throw bet. a dart. I there's, a lot, there's a lot of things you can bet on on these apps, so we're just trying to help you out and steer you in a certain direction. One hour down, three hours to go. Red Sox are on the table. Of course, Patriots have a big game tomorrow. Five games left in the season. They are currently locked into the number two pick in the NFL draft, but a very winnable game against a bad Pittsburgh Steelers team. Uh, it's also a Would You Rather Wednesday, so we'll get to all that coming up next year on WEEI.